Ladies and gentlemen, around the world, this is Gavina T.K. Kirkland. You're listening to the T.K. Kirkland Podcast. Come on, ladies and gentlemen, this is the T.K. Kirkland Podcast. And as always, you know, I travel this world, and I run into some interesting and amazing people. And I thought the fans and people who listen to me would enjoy this episode. I'm in Denver, Colorado. Met this brother who was at my show. I love his swag. I, I loved his uh, his character as a man. After the show, he talked about how he loved my show. We shook hands and we talked. And I got to know him. And he owns he owned a clothing line in Denver. And he sells puppies, ladies and gentlemen. And I thought that would be fascinating because I know a lot of you guys out here in the world um, love animals. And I've seen animals come a long way. I've seen animals come from being chained up in the backyard with no water, flies around them. They dig holes deep in the ground to dogs just really living like kings now. They got strollers. They got hospitals. They got everything. And if, if there's anything is ancestry of dogs if they ancestors could see how well dogs are doing now they would be amazed and this brother right here um this is what he does so um, we're going to talk we're going to chop it up about dogs about his clothing line how he got started where he's from etc and ladies and gentlemen i introduce you some james james j-a-m-e with a z not an s yes sir all right yes, sir. What's up, playboy how you doing I'm very well. Happy Halloween to to you and to those that uh, might celebrate the holiday. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So before we get started, what did you like about the show um, at the Improv? Man, I liked um, the game you spit. I've uh, watched you on, like, YouTube and, um, you know, the social media is like that. And I'm a younger dude. I'm 27. Right. Uh, so to, to follow somebody uh, that's considered an OG... Uh, I'm somebody always looking for game. Um like to consider myself an entrepreneur of some sort. So I know you share resources with your followers. So if I could uh, follow closely, I do. And I uh, thought you were funny, too. So um, right. scrolling on the, the website for the improv, I had just went to a show a week or two before uh, yeah. to a different comedian. Um and I happened to look again and saw your name and then tickets had to get grabbed. Okay. Appreciate the love. Appreciate it, my man. So what made you get into the clothing? Let's start with the clothing line. Saw your clothing line. So what inspired you other than the typical story? I saw FUBU or I saw this person with a clothing line. What what got you into doing clothing? And here's the thing that I like. I didn't know you was 27. So to hear that you 27 and on the right track means a lot to me, fam. I'm like, I'm that much more excited now to be doing this interview with you because you're a young man with your head on straight. And if your head is not on straight, it's getting on straight. And so what got you into the clothing the clothing business? It really just started out as um, myself and my brother and a best friend of ours from school, uh, we – would just go out places dressing the same. Okay. So it was never a business idea. 
we were just, this was our team. This is how we move. You know, we're going to be noticed when we're out somewhere, say like the bowling alley or, you know, any house party in college or whatever. Mm-hmm. We just, you know, we're going to take some of the spotlight. And in doing that, people would always ask us, you know, where'd you get that shirt from? Where'd you get that hat from? And it started out as a joke, like, oh, like, I know these folks that make mm-hmm. these clothes. If y'all want something, let me know. Just go through me. Right. And I would take people's numbers. And um, I had a guy at the time that was pressing shirts up and doing embroidery. So I would take that money, go to him, make my order, bring it back. And in the process of that, you know, we sat down like, yo, we might have something with this. And it was like, you know, let's make 100 shirts. Okay. Make 120 and see if we could we could get them off. And it started as that, but it started with us and our friendship and the relationship between us. Right. We were a unit. And it just yeah, took off from there. Good, good, good. And I like to see that amongst brothers, fam, especially guys in your age group, because, um, you know, the, the, the world is, Talk about how the kids are so crazy now, but it's actually the parents who are not raising the children. That's the real problem. And to see the confusion in the schools, to see the confusion on the streets, to see the confusion in people going to jail, to see the people not having direction. And I'm not trying to come up like Martin Luther King or Reverend Jesse Jackson. What I've learned in life is if you can meet somebody and take help one person at a time, until then, you you raise your kids right. You try to do right. Because every now and then, I want to steal a Kit Kat, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes I want to steal a Kit Kat. Sometimes I want to steal a lollipop. No, I'm being for real. And I say to myself sometimes, nigga, you steal this fucking Kit Kat, they're going to swore you robbed a bank. So when I think of how many people look up to me, when I think about how many people admire me, it makes me continue on wanting to do the right thing. Because what's crazy about thoughts, we all have crazy thoughts. Don't mean you're going to actually um, execute them, but we all have crazy thoughts, right? So yeah. these, these are, I'm, I'm sharing some of my crazy thoughts, but to know that I can inspire you somewhere, that you've been watching um, me from a distance to help you do or continue doing what you're doing, is a great thing. So, um, what is the name of the clothes that your uh, your clothing line? It's called Black Sheep Mob Urban Apparel. Black Sheep uh, Mob. mob. Now, the Black Sheep is based yep. on you and your friends, right? That's you guys as a crew. Yep, and uh, okay. differentiating ourselves from our peers. Okay, great, 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 great. Okay, and I like. And that. I do, I do want to break down the name really quickly. Yeah, I want you so to. Black yeah, go Sheep. Ahead. Yeah, black sheep being um, us differentiating ourselves uh, from our peers. Uh, Mob meaning two different things, us three as a group together, Uh but it's also an acronym. It means maneuver over barriers. So no matter what, us being different, whatever we go through, we're going to get through it, and we're going to grind. So we're going to maneuver over those barriers. Nothing's going to stop us. I like that. And that and that's exactly what we stand on and what we've been since before we created the brand. Okay. 
And um, on our Instagram, everything, all of our handles have the same name, uh, Black Sheep Mob Urban Apparel. You can find that on Instagram, uh, TikTok, and uh, Facebook. Um, Our website is uh, www.mobshop.space. And I do uh, want everybody to know as far as at least any young dudes coming up behind me that want to start their own business, their own, it doesn't have to be clothing, but anything, uh, they can do it. We started with just pitching $50 each. Right. So the $150 we put up and we tripled it. Wow. We started going from there. Okay. And I really believe in people um, seeing it. So when people look at uh, our Instagram, the photography, the videography, um, the any designs you see in the clothing, that's all in-house from us. The only thing we outsource is the actual production because we don't have seamstresses and nothing like that. But everything right. else is in-house. So they can do it if they invest in themselves and put their own money up on themselves. You might not like get that. big right away or anything like right. that, but you said just the to know magic. that you own it. Yep. You said the magic word when you said you may not get big overnight because what's going on in your age group, people in your age group, and pretty much everybody, I'm not just going to your age group, but for the people who know they want success overnight. When I travel this country and young men walk up to me and say, yo, I want, how can I do it like you? And I tell people all the time, nigga, I, I put 35 years in the game. Yeah, I'm driving nice cars. Yeah, I'm traveling all over the fucking world. But and, and, that, and that was happening for me when I was young too. But I still put in the work to maintain the state because you could easily fall off. You could easily oh, yeah, fall easy. off. Easy, bro. Easy at a blink of a fucking eye, you could fall off. So you got to maintain, you got to stack, you got to put everything in the bank and bet on you and and believe in you. And, yeah, there's going to be some roadblocks, you know. There's going to be some confusion, some, yeah, but you got to stay focused. And pretty much of all, you got to eat well and you got to take care of yourself. I know you're a handsome guy and a homo attendant, but you take care of yourself. And some people, for some reason don't want to take care of their mind or their body. And that's why that's all like, you got. If you have nothing else, that's all you got. There's a comedian I talk to a lot, and he's blowing up, he's doing his thing, but he's gaining a lot of weight. And I explain to him, nigga, you're going to get rich, but you're going to die before you can enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> I said, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I said, you got to lose weight because you busting your ass out here to um to make money and be successful, but you ain't gonna live long enough to enjoy it. And that don't make no sense. Like I used to hear when I was growing up, people used to say, "Oh, I'm sleeping for the week. I'll rest when I die." Well, motherfucker, if you don't rest, you're gonna be there a lot sooner. <laughs> because you have to rest the body. People say a lot of dumb shit, fam. But nice to hear that. People say I'll, I'll rest when I sleep, and not understanding that if you don't rest your body, 
you put your body through so much pain and overexertion that you're going to end up with a stroke, heart attack, uh, um, um, being overwhelmed and pressured and having anxiety to the point that you are screwed. And life, man, let me tell you something. I, I love I love this shit. And I, say, I just generally love life, right? I'm very careful who I interview. I'm very careful how I let in my world because people's energy can offset your life for an hour, for a day, and it happens. Nobody's perfect. But the goal is you have to know that they've done it and get back on focus. Now, you married children? No, sir. I'm single. No I love children. you, my nigga. I love you because that's what you got to do. That's what the you goal is do. to uh, to set up the legacy before they even get here. Right. So there is a plan of them in the future, but they got to be set up before they even touch down. That's right. I so do the same thing with my that. children. So my people ask me, "Hey, TK, you got any grandchildren?" I said, "My kids know damn well they better not have no motherfucking kids because the I, the rule is set. You got to have a certain amount of money and have your life together." before you have any children. Now, I did it the hard way. You know, I was slightly like a hoe back in my day. You know, <laughs> slinging dick and then you're nutting them bitches like there was no fucking end, you know. But my kids are grown. Everybody's successful. Um, and I'm glad I had a, um, a take in that. And what I'm doing now to the fans that's listening around the world, I do things on the low, but I'm sharing with everybody. See, I, I started a trucking business. Right, that's going to be huge, and I want everybody to listen real quick. With listen, I hope that you're fortunate enough to hear what's about to happen. Um, the company's called Kirkland Enterprises, my son's company, but I got some things I'm doing with him, and we started a trucking business in the state of California. Get your money up about fifty thousand. Not only will I be able to get your truck, ladies and gentlemen, California has grants pay for all that because the trucking industry is a huge boom right now. And if you go diesel, electric, they have grants to help pay for your truck. This is like I taught y'all about the PPP loan, like I taught you about the SBA loan, and some of y'all won with me. I told y'all about um, Robin Hood and certain um, stock to deal with. Y'all is rocking with me. If you listen to this episode a year from now, because I want to wait a year because I'm we working out the kinks. A year from now, you get your money right. I'm a, I got it. I'm gonna have a list waiting. I'm gonna make everybody who hears this particular episode. If you really believe in what I tell you, you'll have a business paperwork proper um, uh, um, documents, inventory of everything you're doing. And I think if I'm not right, some people are making uh, anywhere from ten to 1400 or maybe ten to 14000 a week, ladies and gentlemen. And this is facts. This is facts. And what people don't understand, this is how Jeff Bezos got rich richer during the pandemic because a lot of people started shopping online 
and the truck industry is booming, and they don't have a lot of people. You have shortage on drivers. It's short on drivers and trucks. So I'm giving yeah. you all the inside like I gave you all the inside before the, before the pandemic. I didn't know the pandemic was coming, but I told you all to get an EIN. I told you all to get an LLC. And if you got the EIN, you got the LLC, and you did proper paperwork, you got a few chinkles, few nickels out of the government that probably came in handy so you could thank me later. And you, this is the episode, send me a heart, send me an emoji heart, and say thank you, and I'll know it's you. So what made you start doing the dogs, James? Uh, to be honest, um, it happened by accident. Um, I have a blue-nosed pit. Um, he's been, I've had him for about five years. Always got compliments on him. My brother happened to buy a female, a bully, an American bully. And um, he happened to get her on her first uh, heat cycle. Um, and just seeing her process of being pregnant and giving birth, and then to see what she produced or what they produced in puppies, uh-huh. I'm like, these are some beautiful dogs. I wish I could keep them all, but I can't. Right. And, you know, want to make sure they go to good homes. But um, just seeing the process, uh, and it's so quick. It only took 60 days uh, for those babies to pop out from um, the from the start. So okay. that's really what it was from. It wasn't – I didn't have a plan on doing it. It just kind of just happened for me. Yeah, and sometimes those those are the best things to um, when it happens organically, and you didn't expect for it to happen. And that's what I appreciate. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't anything um, that we planned. We actually didn't even want her uh, to get pregnant. We was probably just going to get her fixed because you know the bleeding and stuff like that, but. He got to her before uh, we could take her in. Okay, okay, cool. Now, what do your dogs, the price of your dogs go for? How do you base the price on? How do you do that? Um, I just I just really looked at the market, do some, <clears throat> excuse me, some research on the Internet. <clears throat> I see a lot of the bully breed, um, they go for um, thousands of dollars, anywhere from 2000 to from what I've seen, 10000 depending on who you get them from and their bloodline and all that. But I'm just selling mine for 1000 a piece. Wow, uh, that's awesome. Homes. They're beautiful dogs. If anyone checks um, my Instagram today, the Black Sheep Mop Urban Apparel, um, you'll see the puppies on the story, at least a couple of them. Um, they're beautiful dogs, great stature and all of that. So I was just like, you know, this is uh, – it's not my main thing, so okay. let me get these dogs off to loving people and and uh, you know get my foot in the door for the next uh, go round if there is one. Okay, okay, I like that, my man. I like that. Now, and what kind of dogs do you, uh, do you sell? American Bully. American Bully. Okay. They're standard, yeah. Okay. Now, the people who are listening that know dogs that know exactly what you're talking about, correct? Uh, it, yeah, they should. They're um, very popular, I believe, all over the nation, if not the world, okay. especially now of um, 
today's era. Now, what makes it so popular? Explain, because I'm not a dog lover like that. I don't know. Um, their stature, their look, their shorter dogs, um, a little more muscular. Um, they look like pit bulls, but they have an English bulldog type of body, beautiful face. Depending on um, uh, the parents, their their colors. Um, People love the colors. They have all oh, okay. types of colors. Mine, personally, mine are white with the uh, the bluish gray color. A couple, okay. one of them from the litter is actually a, a full full gray that they call the blue nose. Okay, all right, okay, that's good, man. So to the people listening, listen, if you are a dog lover, this is an opportunity, especially if you understand what he's saying about. Um, the type of breed of dog, and you know that they go for ten, sometimes higher, and and it's just a thousand dollars. This can be a great opportunity for you, because like I said, when I was talking to this brother after the show, and we was talking, he didn't know what I was thinking about. I said, "Yo, you sell dogs?" Because everybody sells clothes to me, you know. But when he said, "Yo, yeah. I sell puppies," I said, "You know what? I never had an episode." where I talked about the the selling of dogs and dog lovers out here in the world who might be looking for this type of dog, maybe don't have that type of money to get that kind of dog, but now have an opportunity to get this type of dog at a low, low price, and that's a great thing if you can pull that off. And I like that, you know, and I like that. Let's give everybody your website again, family, your website your, and your handle, and, what, and the reason I say your handle, they're going to laugh. And I'm an OG. Certain words, it took me a long time to say. Like, it took me years to say the word ratchet. That shit just couldn't come <laughs> off my tongue, right? So one of my homies, he locked up now. But he's always say, yo, give me your handle. I just like the way he said it. But laughing, y'all going to laugh. I never knew what your handle was. And I kept saying, your handle, what's your handle? I'm thinking things like, like a handle on your car, a handle, <laughs> the handle. I didn't know that's the term in social media. Yeah, so what's yeah. your Instagram, right? Just like sometimes yeah. I try to be cool and I listen to you young guys. Like, it took me years to say, yo, we exchange math, right? Like, I would yeah, never say, yeah. I would say, yo, just give me your number, right? So now I've incorporated certain words, like, yo, give me your math. Because, you know, I look, I'm, I'm OG, but I look young. So I try to just make sure that I can adjust from 27 all the way up to 65. And I want men like you to understand as you get older, take care of your body at all costs. Always take care of your mental health at all costs. Always be happy at all costs. Don't let nobody take away a minute of happiness. And like I said, it does happen. But understand, say to yourself, you know what? This motherfucker is fucking with my spiritual growth and I can't have it. But if you take care of your body starting now, I want all y'all to look better than me when y'all get in the 60s. Because I take care of myself and I love myself and that's the word of the day. You've got to well, love you're making the right moves to get there. A lot of young brothers don't get there, get to get to their sixty. So 
That's so true. You know, making the right moves to get there. Yeah, that is so true. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, listen to me. Protect your temple. Since we talk about protect your temple, Sanctum 211 is a young lady who I'm sponsoring with teas, ladies and gentlemen. You'll be surprised what kind of teas are out there for your heart, for your kidneys, etc. cetera. Um, make sure that you go um, to Sanctum um, 211 and put the discount code TK211 so you can get a discount on your teas. I think that you would like it, especially going into this cold weather. And we got to pray that we all get through it, ladies and gentlemen, because people are dying. It's going to get worse as we go through this cold weather for the next uh, five, six months from now to probably April until it gets warm again. Um, If you get vaccinated, cool. If you're unvaccinated, just still wear your mask, um, sanitize your hands, um, wash your hands two, three times a day. Don't look down on nobody who's not vaccinated. Just tell them to wear their mask and everybody try to go through this thing respecting the other person's rights because, um, and I'm just going to say this one time, the government, the CDC rather, put us in a bad situation because they didn't hold they didn't hold themselves accountable, and now you have confusion. And when everybody got the shots, when everybody got the vaccine, vaccine at first, and you had your mask, the worst mistake they made was they said, if you are vaccinated, you can take off your mask. And when people took off their mask, the numbers went sky high. And they tried to make it seem like the people who was not vaccinated was causing the problem. Where in actuality, they don't know who is passing it. So I have a rule that my Aunt Ruth used to tell me when I was young. And she used to always say, CYA, cover your ass. And what the CDC should have done until they knew they should have everybody wearing their mask until they figured it out then everybody would have been at peace. And if you, if people had to wear their mask for a whole nother year, then it should have been done because lies, mental peace is at stake. And that's important when you don't have peace of mind, when people are arguing one another about dumb shit. You know, people talk about their rights over a fucking mask and, it's just so confusing, ladies and gentlemen. So I'm I'm in the cut on that topic. You know, I um I love my children. I take care of my kids. I got James on the phone. I got people who's gonna be listening to this episode and I will have more files. So put the word out. Tell people about the T K Kirkland podcast. If you have a story, hit me on my DM. But don't tell me I should be you should be on my show. Just tell me your story, and then I'll decide if you should be on my show. I didn't get in this business for somebody to tell me what to do. I don't work for you. But if you got a great story, listen to me. And I know that it can change somebody's life. That's what I would do. Also, we have a candle company with soaps, scrubs, all types of nature for your body, ladies and gentlemen, especially for my, for your, my male friends out here to keep your balls fresh, to keep your dick smooth, you know, because what 
I want young men to start understanding you got to take care of your body with the proper um, soaps, the proper cleansers, to take care of your skin. You always want to look good. And you still can be manly and take care of yourself. You still can smell good and not feel feminine. Uh, it's important that men wash their ass thoroughly. Make sure your underwear game is on point. Make sure your sock game is pearly white, especially you know you're going to get some ass from a woman. And, ladies, the next time you get ready to fuck a guy and look at his underwear when he takes his clothes off. If the T-shirt is really loose, he's had that on two or three days. If the underwear is not tight around his thighs, loose, uh, he's had that on maybe three or four days. <laughs> And always ask a nigga, can you see the bottom of his socks? And nigga say, what, you want to see the bottom of my socks? So just say, can I see the bottom of your socks? And that nigga lifts his feet up, and the bottom socks is blacker than him, tell that nigga <laughs> to get dressed. <laughs> and everybody leave where the fuck you at. You do not want to give no nigga no pussy that got dirty bottom motherfucking socks. This is all I'm trying to tell you, right? So... The episode on the on the um, candles, ladies and gentlemen. Listen, my friend is going to kill me about the name of her um, candles, and I'm going to pull it up because I'm going to tell you all the episode because I don't I don't want to fuck up the name because she sent me she sent me um uh, hold on, the brother just called me. She sent me the information. On um, a show, the name of her company, rather. Hold on a second, people. Hold on. Oh, shit, I hung up on him again. Damn. You have to call back. One second, guys. If I could shout out my handle real quick, it's uh, Black Sheep Mob Urban Apparel. Go to episode. Instagram. I'm sorry, what you saying now? I was just saying if I could shout out my handle real quick on the Instagram. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Black Sheep Mob Urban Apparel. Uh, that's for Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. And for the website, it's www.mobshop.space. M O B S H O P. Dot space. I love it, fam. The links, the links to everything are on that homepage, too. My man, James. And to the episode I want y'all to go listen to, ladies and gentlemen, is episode 248, and y'all pronounce the name yourself. And I'm going to get that name right by next week because um, I'm, dys- I'm dyslexic, and I see words differently, so sometimes I have to practice words, believe it or not, when it's foreign to me. So I will have it done right, and you will see the growth. And when I say I put my mind in something, I make it happen. Also, what's coming up this week is going to be amazing. On Tuesday and Wednesday, I'm at the Polygon in Brooklyn, ladies and gentlemen, with the great Ray Dijon. Um, I think there's only like maybe five, ten tickets left. Once you hear this episode, um, go to my uh, Instagram Look for um, the episode with Ray DeJean, um, the post with Ray DeJean. Hit his link or go to Polygon and hit the link there and get your tickets. It's going to definitely be in Brooklyn. 
two sold-out shows on the second and third. Then on the fifth and sixth, catch me in San Antonio, ladies and gentlemen. And what's the name of the place in San Antonio? Because my ass works so much that I don't even know pretty much until I really get there. And I could tell people right now in two seconds where I am going to be. These damn phones take forever, though. Pull up information. Let me do this real quick. Go to this one. Dun, 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 dun. All right, here we go. All right, we're going to be at the world famous San Antonio on, on the 5th and 6th. I'm sorry. The 5th and 6th at the Upstage Comedy Lounge. I'm repeated Upstage Comedy Lounge. November 5th and 6th. Get your tickets in San Antonio. Listen, I want to thank all the fans around the world that's been keeping me working. I'm glad that um, after 30 years in the business, you're finally realizing who's really one of the best stand-up comics in the country. And I say that with sincerity. I know that we have our famous commercial comedians and people that the public and then on certain things to make you think it's really just them. But it, once you see a TK Kirk and show, Tom James, they mindset is going to change. You would definitely put me up in your top three. That's because a fact. That's a fact. Am I right, fam? 100%. If you see my show, because you're going to laugh from beginning to end, some people are only funny because they did a movie. They did something to make them think that they was funny. But when you come see them, you are disappointed. You you come there more hyped and leave sad because they left you in nothing. Because some people saw the sizzle and not the steak. I saw the sizzle and the steak, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm going to promote me. It's not being cocky. It's not trying to brag. I just tell the truth, and it's different. And I'll say that to anybody, and every comic knows. And all the comics are decent. All the comics are good. But I want you, before you make a choice, stop by and see a T.K. Kirkland show. I guarantee you I'm going to make you love me. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the T.K. Kirkland Podcast. This is Brother James from Denver, Colorado, beautiful clothing line. Selling beautiful Thank dogs out here to the world. Hook them up. All my fans, all my 8 million fans around the world from Australia to Japan to motherfucking Seattle to London to Dubai. I hear you. I hear your messages. I love your support that you're giving me. Now I'm going to share my love with you guys to this brother James. Check out his website. Check out his clothing line. Check out the dogs if you're a dog lover. And to everybody around the world, live your life to the fullest. Make sure you accomplish something this week, and may your pain be champagne. James, it's a pleasure meeting you, player. Thanks for the opportunity, brother. You're welcome, my man. I wish you the best. Thanks. Likewise. Yes. All right. Take care of yourself. Make sure you follow TK Kirkland on Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland for more information about upcoming events and more, visit www.officialtkkirkland.com.
This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Chris Thomas, executively produced by Charlemagne the God. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.